Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots of stuff to talk about here today on the show. It is a very busy day. No Mike Sempervivi today. He has got the day off. He'll be back either tomorrow or Wednesday. But in the meantime, lots of news. Yesterday on the show, we talked about how today would be the day that we would find out what's going on with Bailey. And in fact, we now know. From the front page of WrestlingObserver.com, it appears that Bailey will not be able to wrestle at SummerSlam. After she suffered a shoulder injury to match against Nia Jax last week, WWE released a video updating Bailey's status today. It claimed that she will not be able to compete at the pay-per-view following an evaluation that revealed that she separated her shoulder. Bailey had been scheduled to challenge Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's title at the pay-per-view. It was noted in the video that Bailey will be appearing on Raw tonight to address the crowd and that there will be two triple threat matches with the key women on the roster on the episode as well. Whoever wins those will move on to a number one contenders match next week to decide who will replace Bailey at SummerSlam. Guess that means they're not doing my idea with Asuka. Bailey was kept off the weekend house shows. WWE didn't publicize her injury right away, but did so a day after the match with Jax, where she landed badly and appeared to jam her right shoulder. The storyline nature where, before the injury ever took place, Bliss's SummerSlam interview last week was all about Sasha Banks and not Bailey. And the surprise of Bailey and not Banks being the one who won the match for the title makes for interesting speculation. Not sure what Dave means by that. Also advertised for tonight's Raw is a last-man-standing match between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, which will further build to them, along with Samoa Joe, challenging for Brock Lesnar's Universal Championship at SummerSlam. So, a lot of stuff coming up. Exact injury I thought it was when I saw it happen. I've separated my shoulder before in wrestling. She fell right down on the side of it twice in that match, actually. And that's what we're looking at, separated shoulders. So that's the update. And there may be more SummerSlam-related injuries. We'll talk about them after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. 
If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Got a lot of news to get into here today. If you want to give us a call, the phone number, 844-411-5411. That is 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. Lots to get into here today. So Dave had a line in here about the Sasha Banks match and Bailey and everything like that. And got a text message here that says Taz on his show says he thinks the Bailey injury is a work. As Cole said, Bailey hurt her shoulder right away when it happened. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. All I know is here's the thing with these these worked injuries in these matches. If let's just say, for example, that this match was uh, this injury was a worked injury. This killed the match. I mean, it killed the match. When she first went down and grabbed her shoulder, I mean, the match ground to a halt, and then they kept going, and they kept going, and then Nia Jax put her in the chicken wing and just threw her so hard down to the mat. Which, by the way, if you're going to do a worked injury, I mean, to me, the idea that you're going to, throw somebody like Bailey as hard as you can on her shoulder with her arms behind her so she has no way to break her fall. I mean, you may as well, you're, you're practically putting her in danger to really be injured if it's fake, if it's a if it's a fake injury. And then when she got thrown onto her shoulder after that chicken wing, I mean, she rolled outside and she just sat there for like 45 minutes. I'm sorry, not 45 minutes, 45 seconds. But I mean, she just sat out there forever in the middle of a match who was already dead. 
I mean, it, it completely killed the match. So if that's your goal, to like have a terrible match to get over an injury, I mean, there are better ways to get over an injury. It's like people who, I know there's some speculation that, not that it was a fake injury, but that maybe Evil wasn't actually knocked out in the match with Kenny Omega. I mean, people who argue that, I mean, maybe it's true. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think the guy was knocked out. But you're really going to put together a finish where Kenny Omega is doing, like, the lightest uh, V-triggers of all time and just having the match completely fall apart at the end. You're going to do that to get over an injury for what purpose? So, I don't know. Maybe Taz is right. Maybe maybe the whole thing is a work and Bailey isn't hurt, but I I would be skeptical of that. But who knows? I guess I shouldn't say we'll find out. We may never find out until one of these days she does an interview. But uh, anyway, that's that. So in the next segment, we're going to do the 844 number. For now, we've got 1-800-878-PLAY working. I'll get it fixed here in the next break. But uh, if you want to give us a call, continue to use 844-411-5411. may go to the Byline Studios. That's okay. Dom will handle those. And we'll get into them here in a moment. So Pro Wrestling Sheet here has got this story. Pro Wrestling Sheet has learned Scott Dawson recently suffered a bicep injury. And we're told it is looking like he may require surgery. Sources tell us Dawson injured his right bicep and surgery options are currently being discussed, which means that a SummerSlam match involving the Hardys may be off the table. It is unclear when the injury occurred but his arm looked heavily wrapped on Saturday at an event. According to information found online, a partial tear would heal in three to six weeks. However, if surgery is needed, a a full recovery could take four to six months. So I know that people in WWE are aware of this. I heard about it about five minutes before the show went on the air. And I don't know the severity yet. I don't know if he's going to need immediate surgery. If he worked on Saturday with his arm wrapped, I mean, theoretically, you could still do the match at SummerSlam. Just wrap his arm and have his partner do most of the work. It is possible, but it is August 6th, and that would require him to continue working for another two or three weeks. So not sure that's going to happen. This person here says, When you've mentioned Lucha Underground viewership recently, you talk about the crane tie match, but you completely blocked the Marty the Moth match where he wields a fork. Well, you're right, I did. But I could, listen, I don't know if I'm absolutely 100% correct about the man-on-woman violence tank in this show. But this is what I can tell you. When they did the Sexy Star Championship win, and then very shortly thereafter they did the match where Pentagon faced the three women, that's when the show fell off a cliff before the hiatus. I mean, the viewership plummeted after those two matches. So then they go on hiatus. They come back from hiatus. The show does terrible the first week, probably because people weren't ready for it to come back or didn't know or the publicity wasn't there or whatever. But then from there it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. And then they had the Jeremiah Crane tie match where he obliterated her. And then immediately after that it fell and fell and fell and fell. So we've had two falls directly following Matches where guys were destroying women. So I'm sure there are other factors at play. I'm sure not every single solitary person that stopped watching, that's why. I mean, some of them may have just gotten their fill of Lucha Underground. Maybe some didn't like the fork. But this is two times that this has happened. So I can't sit here and say, well, I don't think that there's... 
I don't think there's any correlation. I mean, there has to be. Let's go to John in Arkansas on the Sports Byline line. John, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. I'm, I was just thinking and digesting this whole Nia Jax thing. It just it seems that they were, they've been in such a hurry to rush this girl up there that they put her up there before she was ready. She's caused a couple of accidents. Her matches aren't good. I don't understand why you would be so hard-pressed to push this initiative, you know, in spite of, you know, the fact that you could grow your own talent here, and it's becoming a detriment to everybody else who works around. This is not smart. I mean, if you want this girl to be something, you don't want to give her the rep that she stinks and throw her up there before she's not ready. Then you also don't want her to go out there and endanger her peers. This just does not seem like smart business to me that they've done this. And I cannot defend or, you know, get behind a Nia Jax push for this very reason. I had this inkling that that was what was going to happen from the outset when they brought her on TV. And it proved... My summation proved right because she's already caused too many accidents. This isn't good. If you want your women's division to grow, give these girls time to formulate and polish up their game before you throw them out there. Otherwise, you're going to make the people believe that they stink because they're going to see that they're not ready. And you're going to have far more accidents on your show, which will decrease the amount of talent that you have to use in those spots. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, one thing to say about Naya is, I mean, if we go back to the idea, like Taz's idea, that the whole thing is a work. So is this one of those new age, newfangled, whatever, uh, modern works where, I mean, we're going to get heat on Naya Jax by making the hardcore fans think that she's careless. Is that like the idea here? Because it wasn't like she injured her using... Like, let's say that it was a worked injury. If Nia had some sort of hold or she rammed her into the post or something like that or whatever and then worked over the shoulder and then Bailey was unable to make SummerSlam, I mean, that's a worked injury where it's part of a storyline that Nia is somebody that can that can damage you in storyline as a, as a professional wrestler. This injury, if it's, if it's not real, I mean, the way it happened was, I mean, in storyline, she carelessly threw her to the mat and then carelessly threw her down to the ring in that chicken wing. I mean, these aren't even these aren't moves designed to attack the shoulder. They're they're moves, they're slams. But in these in the process of doing these slams, Bailey got injured. So if that's like the idea, this is some sort of newfangled work where hey, we're gonna make the people really hate Nia because they're gonna think that she's a careless worker hurting all these girls, and we're gonna get a bad match out of it. Hey, knock yourself out. Not my uh, promotion, but it seems weird. Um, you know what? We're going to use the byline phone number for the rest of the day here since it seems to be working just fine. So if you want to give us a call, 1-800-878-PLAY. That is 1-800-878-7529. Just call those numbers here today, and we'll get to you over the next segment. Dr. Lucha is going to be joining us in the uh, third segment of the show, so that should be a lot of fun. Stand by. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. we got a bunch of people on the line. We're going to go to those in a moment. First off, Jim here says, I see Bailey blaming Sasha for her injury. Cuts a heel breakup promo on her. So Bailey is turning heel? I don't know about that one. Should also mention in the continuing drama of Polly Malinaji, he was on Fox 5 Sports Extra. He's been all over the place this weekend talking about Conor McGregor. Every outlet he can get on. Says, my problem with Conor is his arrogance. His arrogance is to the point where he cannot progress. He cannot learn. Just wants a bunch of yes men around him. Doesn't want to be told when he's doing something wrong. Doesn't want to be told that he needs to make progress. 
that he needs to change certain things. Whatever he's doing, he just wants to be told how great he's doing. Let's head to the phones here. Seamus, you're on the air. Hi, Brian. Hello. I never never said Seamus. I said Hamish. Hamish. Hamish, what's going on? Yeah, I apologize Um, for that. He told me Seamus. I've got a question for you. I was having a debate with some of my friends. Um, If the WWE was real, what do you think? would be the most devastating and the least devastating finishing maneuver if wwe were real what would be the most devastating finisher yeah and what would be the least devastating finisher as well huh well i can tell you right off the bat i think one of the least devastating finishers would be the aa you just pick up the guy and you drop him on his back that's just a bump that's a re- that's one we were thinking of, but the rear view... Uh, a rear um, view would be up there as well. Is that really like her finish, the rear view? That she calls it the rear view? I mean, doesn't she have that, yeah, that twisting moonsault off the ropes? Isn't that kind of her finish? I don't know. I've seen her put away girls with the rear view. But in terms of the most devastating, I think it would be the Tombstone Pile Driver. Well, you're probably right about that. The tombstone where you drop a guy upside down on his head, that probably would be the most devastating finisher. You're right. That's fine, because people were disagreeing with me. They thought it was a DDT, but I'll, I'll go with the tombstone as well. Yes, probably the, the tombstone. I want to thank you very much for the call here today. Well thought out argument with you and your buddies right there. I'm glad we all agree that the AA would be a terrible real finish to use in, in life. Let's go to Evan in Massachusetts. Evan, you're on the air. What's going on? How's it going, Brian? What's happening? Uh, I just wanted to have a quick conversation about a passion for the sport of wrestling because I'm starting to get to a point every day when, or every week when I tune into Raw and sometimes SmackDown, even though I like SmackDown better than Raw, that I just feel like that you know WWE doesn't take its products seriously anymore. And for me, like, when I go back on the network and I watch, you know, ECW or early 2000s Raw, and there's just such an excitement for the product itself, and it just shows through in their weekly television show that, like, when I, you know, watch, when I watch tonight, I know for certain it's just not going to feel the same. And it's turning me off from the product, and I think it's starting to burn out a lot of people as well. And I just wasn't, you know, sure how you felt about that. Well, I mean, there is a sameness. There is a sameness to the product right now. If that's what you're talking about. I mean, if you watched the the uh, early the mid '90s stuff, I mean, it was the, the whole business was changing in the mid '90s, and you had the rise of ECW. You had luchadors coming up and introducing a new style to America. You had a bunch of young guys who were out there, and they felt like they had an opportunity. And it's different now. It's it's a different generation. You have a lot of wrestlers who. I mean, they enjoy, I mean, I'm sure they love their job. I know they love working house shows, but, yeah, you know, they yeah. fly to a city and they sit in the back and then they're given an idea and they go out there and they got to just do it. And is there's a sameness to the product. It looks exactly the same as it looked a decade ago. I mean, it's just, it's different. I mean, I, I would say probably there's, there's, it feels like there's less passion among the wrestlers than there was in the 90s. I don't know if that's true, but it seems that way watching television. But I don't know what the I don't know what can be done about it the way that the business is structured today. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. Like, when I watch, you know, on Axis Television, I'm lucky enough to catch New Japan on Fridays, and there's a very real passion when each of the wrestlers comes out, and you can see it as well as, you know, with the very smart booking they do and how they format their shows and their pay-per-views, that that company really cares about the product it puts out. And then by turn, the fans care, the wrestlers care. It beca- There's a reason why New Japan is the hottest thing out, you know? And I think that's really why. There's a passion. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, one thing, if you if you interview the guys from New Japan, I mean, it's absolutely totally different from WWE in the sense that when it's time to do a match, they are told the finish and what move to use. And then they go out there and they design the rest of the match all by themselves. They go out there and they come up with their own ideas. There's a lot of creativity. Look at the stuff that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega do with being the elite. I mean, they're given the opportunity to go out there and, and with a camera. They got their own channel. I mean, no one's burying them for it. No one's shouting them down. No one's telling them not to do it anymore. They're out there having fun. And in WWE, I mean, there's a lot less of that. You're, you're in a lot of ways, I mean, maybe not without directly being told so, but you're encouraged not to go out there and have fun. I mean, I don't think everybody learned a lesson from Zack Ryder when he went out there and started his YouTube channel and got himself over on YouTube, and then they just destroyed his push and smashed him down to earth. I mean, it's it's different. You watch the old NWA shows. I mean, you can see that the guys are going out there and they've got their own ideas and they're coming up with stuff on their own and they're being creative. I mean, I've said this a million times. You've got to be a pretty crazy and a very creative person to get into wrestling and succeed at a high level. So if you let those guys go out there, if you let the wrestlers go out there and express their creativity and have input into their storylines and be allowed to do stuff and try stuff and have fun... It's guaranteed to be interesting and better. If you instead go out there and you write all of their promos and you format all of their matches and everything is, is I mean, they're, they're actors. I mean, their creativity is limited to, I mean, they're, they're very limited in their creativity. You're going to have a very different product and it's going to feel like it's not as wild and exciting and engaging as it is elsewhere and in other times. Let's go to Daniel, North Carolina. Daniel, what's up? Daniel? Yes, hello. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, third question for you. Uh, last Thursday or Saturday, you guys, you and Dave were talking about uh, uh, Ghetto's booking, how he came to prominence, uh, you know, the booking reign of New Japan. Um, I think it's so interesting when you think about how, uh, how he's become so dominant. Dave said, you know, the biggest thing of his booking legacy is, is Okada. But it's also that he's brought everybody. There's a well-defined uh, mid-level, and when a mid-level guy beats a uh, top-tier guy, it means something. And then I thought about the WWE, and you take a guy like Dolph Ziggler, who could be like a Dolph Ziggler and Sonata. I would almost compare those two guys. Sonata is clearly on the way up because he wins matches. He's going to lose to top-tiers, and then he's going to beat – one top-tier guy, like in the, in the G1, he's going to beat somebody big. But Dolph, it, if it alternates every week, it doesn't mean anything. And I, was just, I just thought it was so interesting to look at the two styles where you can have a Makabe and a Nagata in a match that means something, but you take those two guys on a Raw roster, like uh, uh, the same guys on a Raw roster, and people turn the TV because they're so used to them losing or, or you – 
you lose a you lose a balance there. And I, I just thought it was very interesting to hear Dave say that Okada is is Ghetto's main guy, and of course he is. But that roster too, like they've done such a good job with. Here's your top tier. Here's your middle tier. And every once in a while, a middle tier is going to be the top guy. And WWE is so bad about it's almost the rich or the poor. I, I just thought it was very interesting, like you say all the time, in a, in a sport where it's predetermined and you can affect the outcome, and WWE doesn't, make, you know, doesn't do with that what they should. Well, let me. I want to thank you very much for the call. Let me say something about that here. So if you look at the WWE product, I mean, there is one place where wins and losses very much matter, and it's in WWE. It's NXT. I mean, Asuka's never lost. She's never lost in NXT. And they are they, they, they protect their top stars, and wins and losses very much matter. The same thing in New Japan. Now, how are both of those things different from the main roster? Well, one is Vince McMahon, but the other one, and this is gigantic, is Raw is three hours long, and the pay-per-views are three to four hours long. So in the case of Raw, you have got to produce uh, 15 hours of programming in one month with the same guys. So it's so much harder when you have a limited roster and 15 hours of television to do anything that even remotely resembles the way that you can book New Japan, where they've got the tours and they've got the shows and they've... I mean, it's much, much easier to protect people when you've got a limited amount of programming as opposed to when you're out there and you've got to do 15 hours of first-run programming every month. I mean, you can do it in Lucha Underground. they got one hour a week. You can do it in NXT. they got one hour a week. New Japan does their tours, and they take a lot of time off, and they start touring again. They have, they have a limited number of big shows. I mean, big shows. It's just different. And it's it's I don't know if WWE could ever do it the way that New Japan and NXT do it when they've got all of that that television programming. I don't know how. It, it's like an impossibility. I mean, they could do a bunch of squash matches. They could just do tons and tons of squash matches. You could do that, but I don't think that's the way they uh, they want to do things. This person here says it was announced that Hot Topic will have more New Japan shirts, more Bullet Club designs, New Japan logo, Los Ingo Bernables, plus Rollins signed a deal with Hot Topic. Sell merch from the Black and Brave School. Look at that. Back in a moment with the Doctor of Lucha, Wrestling Observer Live. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 
888-212-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD, plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lots to get into here today. We are joined, as always, on Mondays by the Doctor of Lucha. Steve Sims is joining us here today. And we got a lot of news to talk about, including the very strange situation with Johnny Mundo. Dr. Lucha, what's going on? Well... Thank you, Brian. I will be Tonto to the Lone Ranger today. I am looking forward to a nice, solid segment of weirdness because everything that's going on in wrestling in Mexico these days is weird, and topping it off is whatever is happening is being revealed, I guess. Nothing is is new, but being revealed with the whole Johnny Mundo and Taya situation. A a five-second summary is his Taya was stripped of the belt. Taya and Johnny Mundo are now engaged. Mundo was angry and was threatening to to walk out with the belts or throw the belts away or whatever, and Vampiro managed to um, convince him to show up for Triple Mania and still defend the title. But, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go back. We got to go. We got to go back a step here, real quick. So, I mean, tell everybody the story for those that don't remember of how they even got Taya's belt in the first place. What they told Johnny well, Mundo what, and what happened. What they were supposed to, what 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 I believe to be factually correct that happened is they were doing a photo shoot 
ostensibly for triple mania, but they're just, you know, just normal sort of things that actually this is a relatively normal thing to do for the Mexican press. They would do a photo shoot with Johnny Mundo with his three belts. Um, They asked him to bring Taya's belt, too, because apparently they convinced, or or the story is, is that the focus was the belt, not the person. And the three belts would be at stake, and Mundo would be defending them, and they were going to have Taya's belt, too. And um, at the end of the um, the, the, the publicity stuff that they needed to do with Johnny Mundo, they said, well, we're done with you, but we're actually we're not done with all the stuff we want to do with Taya's belt. Can you leave that with us? Which is not unusual. There are some promotions around the world and some in Mexico where the belt stays with the office until it is needed to be defended at a show. And there are some belts, with, uh, some offices, and 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 in in case and in some offices they uh, trust people enough to carry the belts with them around them. The, the holder of the belt carry with them. It's not it's not an unusual thing for an office to request, you know, to, to have its belt for its own personal reasons and then say, well, we'll return it back to you when we're done with it. But they didn't return it back to him. They returned it to the sexy star. And Taya was stripped of the title without any chance to defend against sexy star at the time. Um, that's that's the background. They, they It would have appeared that they, they pulled a fast one over Johnny Mundo, although over the weekend it now appears from what we can piece together that they, this may have all been arranged from the start. So the entire thing from start to finish was an angle. It could be. It could be. It could be. The, tra- the thing is, the thing that I still have my doubts about, and that everybody still has their doubts about, is exactly who are you angling against? Who is, you know, you're angling against one-tenth of one percent that's your internet fan base. Of the 22,000 available seats at at the Triple Mania, about eighteen thousand will actually go on sale, and about seventeen thousand five hundred will go will be general public on that, and families and stuff. People who know the storylines but are not not follow it rabbit as rapidly as you as I do. What's the point of doing making an angle out of this? What's the point of if, if this was indeed a giant, gigantic, um, prearranged, well executed concept from the start? I mean, who does it benefit? And who is it for, and how does how does it, it increase business in any way? It's very strange that this may be a saving. We'll agree to all call it an angle from the start to save face and to go forward. I still have my doubts as to whether this, Taya knew this was all going to happen ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, why? Okay, so the way that everything is right now, why would it had to have been a work from the very beginning? I mean, why couldn't it have been? that they stripped Taya of the title. She was upset, Mundo was upset, everybody was upset, and then from there, once they all got on the phone and started talking, they decided, okay, well, we'll turn this into an angle. Well, like, that could be. That could also be, and that to me that would make more sense than trying to tell me that they thought of this you know, right after um, um, Sexy Star quietly agreed um, to come back, at which point Taya had just beaten Ayako Hamada for, for the Reina de Reina's title, the women's title in AAA. And I I find that, you know, obviously the main reason I find it odd is it doesn't really benefit anybody. It's a very interesting thing to do within the business, but they're not even working their own voice. They're, they're working like five or ten people on the Internet. That's, that's about it with this story. It seems to me that 
there have been so many missteps in the stories that have been laid, Brian, over the past month to explain this, that this is this this is now maybe the agreed way to handle it so that all sides think that this makes Vampiro and Mundo look the, the least silly out of all the possible alternatives. Because up till now, Vampiro has looked stupid because he's changed his story so often. So what is the update with Triple Mania? I mean, what do we got coming up? What do you expect well, to happen? What's going on? I will on? address this more and figure Well, I already have addressed it, but you guys haven't seen it yet. Only Brian and Vinny and I have seen it yet. But I address this more in this week's Figure Four Weekly. But it's a very strange thing. They, this Here we have the main event of their biggest show since 1993. And this main event is big enough. It's probably one of their five biggest matches in the past 25 years. Um, you know, if it, it draws the gate that it, it could, it would go all the way up to number two all time behind behind the first Triple Mania. And yet they are hiding the two wrestlers. They're not showing up for the. They're not doing any press promotion. Even as as um, you know, I, I know McGregor and Mayweather have gotten some kind of lukewarm reviews for their press tour. But I mean, Triple A is not even trying to send these guys out. They're not going on radios and TVs. They're not. They're not even wrestling each other in, in around the, on the AAA cards that are around the horn. Psycho Clown is booked like 10 times in August, and he's only twice in that time is Dr. Wagner on the other side of the ring. If I had the main event that was going to save my territory for financial insolvency, they would be blasting out double DQs at every single turn. Every single turn, they, I'd put them on every radio and TV show I could find. And now that we hear that Televisa wants to broadcast it live, you have a prof- very professional TV organization able to film some like major league promos for you, and I have no evidence. I guess they still—I mean, there's still three weeks. They could, but I have no evidence any of that's happening. It's really, really strange. Why do you think that is? I mean, do you think that we're we're well, coming close to D Day and people reason, are? There's one reason that my suspicious nature self is saying is that somebody's holding somebody up for money. No, somebody has floated the rumor to them that the next time that that uh, um, they find Psycho Clown anywhere around, they're going they're going to uh, serve him with papers. I see. Ultimo Guerrero. I they, see. They may kind of need to to hide him, but then they're not really hiding him. They're like they know where he's going to be ten days in August because they have his tour schedule. So that that really doesn't fit. I mean, if I were, um, I mean, even if that's the case, hold on, Steve. Ultimo even if that's Guerrero, the case, I would have done it by. I would have done it by now, and then I would not do it till after Triple Mania. But but hold on, even if that's the case, like you could still be having Wagner out there doing all sorts of things. I mean, you could yeah, you could, could you don't even have to bring him out in public. I mean, you could take him somewhere and film a bunch of stuff. And I, yeah, there's all I, sorts I, of options. If you expose him to a legitimate interviewer on Televisa or TV Azteca or the press, a legitimate interviewer is going to say, "What the hell did you do to that car?" And they can't control that. Triple A can't control that question being asked. And that might put Psycho Clown in a funny way. But, of course, then you could send Wagner out. And you don't have to put what Psycho Clown in there. You could, And, of course, that's the value of wrestling. You can use Televisa Studios to film great promos with one of the major league wrestling uh, TV organizations in the Western Hemisphere where you control the content. And I hope they're doing that. But because people, the people who have bought the tickets so far are buying them for the main event. They're not buying them for the undercard. They're buying it for the main event. And it's just 
it, they didn't show up at the press conference in Mexico City Port. It's all very, very, very strange. So I guess the next question is, three weeks from now, I mean, do you expect this to all go off without a hitch? Do you expect somebody to try to hold up people for more money? Do you expect the match to... Oh, no, no. If, well, I, I, let me put it this way. If, the, if they do sell out, I do not expect them to be. That's the one time I don't expect Wagner to be holding them up for money because Doreen will be easily able to pay him the figures that up until now have been unreasonable for Wagner to ask. If they can get him $1.5 million gate, then 150000 is just 10% of that. And even if you paid both those guys that, that still leaves Dorian with 80% of a million and a half dollars to run with. And I know there are expenses and stuff like that, but if, if they sell out, they're going to make such an enormous um, um, profit for this. They will, they'll be able to pay all their bills, and they'll be able to pay the wrestlers more than they possibly could ever make ever again for a one single wrestling match, it should go off without a hitch. The question is, it's being stalled the next three weeks, and they're looking at less than a million dollars out of their case. Now, how will this look in terms of, like, the most lucrative matches of all time in Lucha Libre? Well, this the two participants in this match will be paid more than any wrestler has been paid ever in Mexico. As, as far as I can tell, and obviously I don't have every record of everything, and you can't... Um, figure out 1953 prices when the Black Shadow was paid an enormous amount to lose his mask to Santo in what is still recorded as the biggest match in Mexican history. I don't know what that amount was, and I don't know how you translate it to 2018 $17. But it's safe to say that, generally speaking, that these two are going to make more than anybody else has ever made. But it is possible that if you adjust for inflation... There have been matches oh, yeah, it's where... It's very possible. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, and, and we'll never know. I mean, that's, that's, that's like asking the question, which luchador is worth the most matches ever? I think it may be Porky, but we don't have enough records to ever answer that question accurately. Yeah. Now, we have to at least address this, because we talked about it last week, even though we don't really have any information on it. I mean, there was a story out, I believe it was in Sports Illustrated, I could be wrong, where... Uh-huh. Uh, WWE no longer interested in negotiating with Ray because they didn't want to work with Conan. That's a story. I don't know what's going on. What have you heard? Well, I haven't. I haven't. I, uh, I, in order for this, you know, I prepare for these. I believe it's not I actually prepare for these shows on Monday. And I also have a, a podcast I'm doing with Fredo Esparta and, and Kurt Brown this coming week on on a show that Conan was involved with for, for um, a history episode back in 92. And I haven't, I haven't, I did not, I was not able to do my research before I got on the air. So I don't have any updates. By next week, I'll have some updates for everybody. I'll be able to fill people in. But this week, I just didn't get around to it. I had other things come up. So all I've seen is what everybody else has seen, is is that they don't want to pay um, a portion of their proceeds to a booking agent. I think it's more so that, that who Regardless of who the booking agent is, whether it's Conan or anybody else, I don't, I don't think they're interested in, in that. There are certain people that they would do that with, but Ray, they figure he has – this is a negotiating tactic, and I bet they feel that they'll eventually give him just with a just straight one-on-one negotiation. So any – got about a minute here. Anything new on Lucha Underground? We ask every week, is there a fourth season or what? As far as I know, yes, all the signs point to a fourth season. All the signs point to that there will be something. I think, uh, and Cubs fan has been following this very closely, I think he's probably on the right track. It's coming, but it's coming later than you would think. 
the fact that the wrestlers aren't being notified to hold off their it's already August and they're not being hold, told to hold off any bookings for the rest of this year. And when the the um, um, you know January and February has been I think if I remember correctly when like season two started or 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 season three I forget which. Sorry for being old age, but I do expect it. I really, really do expect it. I don't know if my guess that it'll be the last season will hold, and and, and I, I think I'm more right than wrong. All right, well, stand by. We'll pick it up after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. You are
are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, joined by the doctor of Lucha, Steve Sims. And Steve, what's coming up in the new issue of the Figure Four Weekly Newsletter? Well, in, in addition to going over the puzzlement I have about AAA, I covered the CMLL show this past Friday night where Sam Adonis representing the USA and the Blue Panther wrestling Mexico, representing Mexico had a hair match. And I won't say the result here in case somebody wants to watch it on YouTube not knowing the result ahead of time, but there are 7 billion people on Earth, Brian, and you're talking to the only person in the entirety of planet Earth who hated the match. Really? I well, I think you're the only the person in the entirety of the planet that hated O as well, but uh, that's another story. Well, that's true. That's true. I didn't, oh, I, well, I, this guy hated enough to fall asleep. That's what I was right. Um, yeah, so I explain why in the new issue of Figure Four Weekly, which they, they can read, and, and then if, if they want to go see the match after they read it and see what, what I said, they, they, they might understand, even if they don't agree, where, where I came to my point. All righty. Well, the new edition of the Figure Four Weekly Newsletter is going to be up later on today, I presume, for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. As a subscriber, you get both Figure Four Weekly and the Wrestling Observer, as well as all of the shows. We do members-only shows. We do the replays of Wrestling Observer Live commercial-free. There's 8,000 shows in the archives and about 15 to 20 new shows every single week. So if you're not a subscriber, I don't know what you're waiting for. You will not regret it. So head up there to WrestlingObserver.com and check it out. I want to thank Dr. Lucha as always. Mike's going to be back in a day or two. We've got a lot of stuff coming up every day here. Noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody in the studio. Talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.